spring? Is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Super Light Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. They've designed must-have travel styles for when you need to jet. The lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit makes these shoes some of the most packable styles ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Take the Super Light Tree Runner on your next adventure. Its cushy, lightweight foam midsole supports every step, and the extra outsole traction gives you the grip to just go for it. The eucalyptus fiber upper adds next-level breathability to keep you going all day. Plus, the Super Light Tree Runner is comfortable and ready to go right out of the box. So, what can you do in a Super Light shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. Adams pushes Albany Reliant plans for more housing, closing illegal weed shops, and boosting jobs in NYC in his State of the City speech. It's Thursday, January 25th, and this is your New York Daily News. Thursday's forecast calls for a little rain in New York City with a high near 51 and a low near 44. Before today's top story, city council members and criminal justice advocates staged an at-times raucous rally directly in front of Mayor Adams' office Tuesday to rail against his veto of the How Many Stops Act, a bill that would place new transparency requirements on NYPD officers. Adams, a retired NYPD captain, vetoed the bill last week because he says it'd bury cops in paperwork and distract them from actual police work. But Council Speaker Adrian Adams, who led Tuesday's rally in the City Hall Rotunda, has vowed that her Democratic supermajority will override the mayor's veto and enact the measure despite his opposition. At the same time as the rally played out in the rotunda, the mayor was holding a press briefing in the Blue Room across the hall. The legislation would require that cops log basic information, such as estimated age, race, and gender, into a department database about every civilian they interact with as part of encounters that are investigative in nature. That's an expansion of current NYPD rules, which only require officers to document information about so-called Level 3 stops, where there's a reasonable suspicion of a crime in progress. Find this story and more right now at nydailynews.com. My name is Greg Jackson. I'm a Ph.D. holding historian, a professor, and the creator of History That Doesn't Suck, a podcast that makes legit, seriously researched American history come to life through entertaining stories. Join me for a chronological telling of the United States story, from the revolution to fractious civil war, tenacious inventors, brave reformers, and more. With more than 100 episodes, you can already binge listen your way from 1776 to the early 20th century. Listen to History That Doesn't Suck on Spotify. In his third State of the City speech since taking office, Mayor Adams pledged Wednesday that the remainder of his first term will be focused on boosting job creation, education, housing development, and public safety. But he acknowledged he needs help from state lawmakers in Albany to achieve several of those goals. Adams' speech, delivered at Hostos Community College in the Bronx, featured some city-level policy prescriptions. That included a plan to create a tenant protection cabinet tasked with guarding against hostile landlords, a push to build about 12,000 units of affordable housing on city land, the creation and refurbishment of several local skate parks, and a directive designating social media as a public health crisis. He also made a new commitment for the city to have a total of 5 million jobs in 2025, a milestone he said isn't projected to be reached until 2026. 
The city currently has about 4.7 million private and public sector jobs. Adams didn't lay out any specific new initiatives that would propel job creation to reach the 5 million target next year. On another economic front, Adams said he's in talks with the city council to establish a new agency called the Department of Sustainable Delivery that would regulate trucks, electric bicycles, scooters, and mopeds in the city's ballooning commercial delivery sector. Use of those vehicles has surged since the start of the COVID-19 pandemic, amid an uptick in New Yorkers relying on delivery services for food and packages. The most consequential proposals laid out in Adams' speech, though, would require action from Albany. That includes a push to amend state law to allow the city to more easily shutter the hundreds of unlicensed weed shops that have cropped up across the five boroughs since New York legalized recreational cannabis in 2021. He also turned to Albany for help on housing development. During Adams' time in the mayor's office, the city has seen a dramatic spike in the cost of housing, with the average rent in Manhattan now 30% higher as compared to 2019, studies show. Adams argued the skyrocketing housing costs are the result of a dearth of supply and said state lawmakers must renew a version of 421A as part of this year's legislative session, an expired measure that gave developers tax breaks in exchange for making some units in their building affordable. New York City must build. We need Albany to clear the way for the housing we need, Adams said. Adams' plea for a new 421A program has the backing of Governor Hochul, but many progressive Democrats in the state legislature dislike the proposal, arguing it's a giveaway to deep-pocketed real estate developers. Progressives have said they won't consider a 421A renewal without beefed-up tenant protections, a compromise Hochul opposed during last year's legislative session. The mayor once again turned to Albany on the issue of education. Though he didn't roll out any new education initiatives as part of his speech, Adams said Albany must give him four more years of mayoral control, the mechanism that allows City Hall to control the Big Apple's public schools. Adams' authority expires in June, and if Albany doesn't renew it before then, the city's public schools fall under state control. Hochul supports Adams' request for a renewal of mayoral control, but some teachers, parent groups, and lawmakers have questioned its effectiveness and demanded a more representative structure, including more checks and balances on the mayor through school boards or other elected officials. Before his address, Adams' team played a video entitled The Blue-Collar Mayor Who Is Getting Stuff Done. The hype video featured some of Adams' political allies, including New York Representative Adriano Espaya and State Assemblywoman Jennifer Rajkumar, listing off some of the statistical benchmarks of his administration, like a decrease in some crime categories in 2023 as compared to 2022. Adams' state of the city speech came a year ahead of his re-election run, a race in which he's increasingly likely to face a challenge from one or more fellow Democrats. The address also came as he's staring down severe headwinds on several policy fronts. Fellow elected officials have become increasingly vocal in calling Adams out for his public safety agenda, with City Council Speaker Adrian Adams vowing to override his vetoes of bills that aim to ban solitary confinement in city jails and better document low-level NYPD stops. Public advocate Jumani Williams has called Adams' rhetoric around those bills deceptive and has likened him to former President Donald Trump several times. At one point during the speech, Adams tried to extend an olive branch to the speaker, though, calling her his sister, telling her he loves her, and that there's nothing you can do about it. The mayor has weathered sustained attacks over his handling of the migrant crisis as well, especially around rules his administration instituted to push migrants out of city-operated shelters, a move city controller Brad Lander has described as cruel.
The Speaker, Williams, and Lander were all on hand for Wednesday's speech in the Bronx to see what the mayor has in store next. But the mayor barely touched on the migrant crisis in his speech, other than to renew calls for more federal funding and overhauling laws to make it easier for new arrivals to obtain work authorization. Also present during Wednesday's speech were dozens of protesters who gathered outside the auditorium to denounce him for cuts to city libraries, schools, and pre-K, as well as for what they described as prioritizing policing and jails over care and community safety. The mayor also took heed for this choice of venue, given recent cuts to CUNY. The mayor faces several other challenges as well. There's the budget, which the mayor took heat for after his team initially lowballed the city's incoming revenue estimates amid deep and controversial cuts to city agencies. There are his record-low approval ratings and a federal investigation into his campaign's ties to Turkey. And on top of it all, there are now several Democratic rivals mulling potential primary challenges in next year's mayoral election, including former city controller Scott Stringer. Adams didn't address any of those things Wednesday, though, choosing instead to focus on what he views as his successful management of the city. Our strategy is working, he said. For more on this story and for the latest in New York City politics, visit nydailynews.com and follow us on social media at nydailynews. Thanks for listening. My name is Imran Sheikh. Spoken Layer Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.